Entrepreneurship is a journey and one of the hardest jobs in the world. That's why if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you must master the art of organization, productivity, and time management to keep you motivated. This is where the Organizedpreneur comes in. With the Organizedpreneur, you get the right tips, the right tools, and the right resources to help you simplify your life so that you can organize your business so, with spiritual ease. keys for living clutter-free. When it comes to removing clutter, most of us will start looking at all the, of the physical clutter and clearing that away first without considering the fact that the clutter that you see around you is an indication of what's going on inside. And so spiritual clutter, thoughts, worries, all of that emotional stuff wastes our time and energy. It keeps us from staying focused on the things that really matter. So the first place I want us to start or the first key um, that I want us to really look at is practicing forgiveness. Practicing forgiveness. Because for most of us, forgiveness doesn't really come easy. Our natural instinct is to protect ourselves, especially when, we, we, when we've been done wrong, right? We want God to just get them, like, go get them, God, because they did me wrong, right? And God will do his part. <laughs> you, may not, you may not like how he does his part, but that's not up to you. But a lot of times we just want God to go get them, and he'll do his part but he won't do our part. And our part is practicing forgiveness. And by not practicing forgiveness, we create mental and emotional baggage and spiritual clutter, clutter that can consume us for days, months, even years. Some people never really consider unforgiveness as something that's a hindrance in our lives right? I personally know people that have done that, and I'm sure that you know uh, some people as well that don't really consider how powerful forgiveness is, okay? So the Arama Aramaic word for forgive literally means to untie. I mean, even just that word untie is freeing, right? It means to grant pardon for remission of an offense or a debt, to give up all claim or account of, grant pardon to a person, to cease to feel resentment against, to cancel an indebtedness or a liability of. That's what, it, that's what forgiveness means. The scripture, uh, Matthew 6, and 14 and 15 says, for if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. And an example um, that I found in Matthew 18 talks about the parable of the unmerciful servant, right? And it's found in Matthew 21 through 35. <clears throat> and so I wanted to read that to really kind of give us some uh, framework or some backdrop on unforgiveness, right? 
And so uh, starting with verse 21, it says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? And Jesus answered, I'll tell you, not seven times, but 77 times, meaning a whole lot, right? Then Jesus shared this parable with him. He says, therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he begins a settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him and begged him. He said, please be patient with me. I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, let him go. But then when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. And so when the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and they went and told their master everything that had happened. And then the master called him in. Right? He said, you wicked servant. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Now, shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? And in his anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all that he owed. Verse 35, this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Now, I don't know about any of you all <laughs> that's listening to this, but when you think about, and I know I've experienced someone owing me, <laughs> right? And one of the first things you think about is like, you know, well, this person owes me money, so I have a right to be upset or whatever. But this scripture is telling us that we must forgive them. And and to be honest, it really just kind of messes with you, especially if it's somebody you know. Like, if it's somebody you know, you're going to be like, okay, we can't talk <laughs> until you pay me, right? <laughs> but my my personal philosophy, even, and, you know, when I read this, and I've read it before, and I'm sure many of you have even, you know, heard of this parable or read it or what have you. But my personal philosophy is that if I can't give it to you, I can't loan it to you either. And I got to tell you, after reading this again and, and getting God's view of unforgiveness, I was like, so, okay, Alex, I'll take door number two for forgiveness, please. <laughs> and my point is that... He takes it very seriously. God takes unforgiveness very seriously. And so when you're going through this spiritual uh, decluttering process, I want you to think about some questions that you can ask yourself. 
while you're going through this process, right? And ask yourself if there are any, if there's any unforgiveness in your heart toward anyone in your life, whether it's financial, a financial offense, or any other kind of offense that, you know, there are other offenses as well. This, in this particular case, we're talking about debt, right? But what about forgiving ourselves for decisions and choices that we've also made, things that we've said to others? We should also forgive ourselves, right? There's a, there's a, a level of forgiveness that we should also ask ourselves that question, where we should also ask ourselves that question. Is there anything that, that's in my life that I have not forgiven myself for, right? Because remember, while forgiveness is a decision and a choice, it's not an automatic healer of emotion. It helps, but emotions takes time to heal. So we really need to start with things or thinking about decluttering in the area of forgiveness. Ask ourselves that, that question, are there areas that I need to forgive someone for that I'm harboring? Am I harboring resentment? Am I nursing old wounds? Am I constantly replaying past hurts in my mind over and over again? And so these are some powerful questions that we can ask ourselves in this process. Because forgiveness is about freeing up mental and spiritual capacity for growth and putting better use of the energy that is otherwise being consumed by holding on to grudges. Forgiveness is about realizing that anger and resentment does not serve you well. It transforms anger and hurt into healing and peace as we make those conscious decisions to let go. And it's not about letting someone off the hook. That's not what I'm saying for doing something wrong to you, right, or forgetting about the past or forgetting about the pain or even reconciliation because some people think that, okay, I forgive them. Now we can reconcile. No, 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 no. That doesn't mean reconciliation, right? But letting go and setting yourselves free so that you can move forward in your own life, right? And, and that includes things that we need to forgive ourselves for. So I would encourage each of you that's on the line to go through this spiritual decluttering process and start with forgiveness, right? Read additional scriptures on forgiveness. That was one that was you know, like so powerful, you know, you can start there with a parable. Pray about the next step toward wholeness. And and I know that there's not one person on this call that's not struggled in some area of forgiveness or unforgiveness, right? Because nothing clutters the spirit like unforgiveness. It literally barricades the door from the inside out, causing a buildup in our internal walls because we have these ego-driven arguments to defend ourselves. 
for something that's been done to us, right? So I want you to give some thought to this process when you're starting your decluttering process, your spiritual decluttering process. I found this quote by Maggie Reyes. She's a life coach, and she says, forgiveness is like a spiritual power tool for cleaning up emotional messes. I just, I'll my mind. Thank you.